You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Arden, and I'm not doing this. I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. It is time of the week to close the week of analysis for you here on Locked On Fantasy Football. That means we look at DFS in the injury update. So it's a good way to close the week. We call it uh, Lineup Friday loosely, but we're going to focus on uh, the values that you want to target uh, across positions on FanDuel. There, if you're playing the cash games, a little bit different feeling and strategy there with our DraftKings tournaments picks. And then we'll look at our prize picks, picks of the week. So good stuff there, and uh, we will get you going there to uh, find out where you want to go more or less with those prize picks projections uh, to close the show and the week here Locked on Fantasy Football. Thanks for making Locked on Fantasy Football your first listen. We're free and available to you on all platforms. All right. Let us uh, start looking at the quarterbacks here. We'll first go with our choice for fan duel. And uh, really, based on the price, you got to go Kirk Cousins here. He has a great history in putting up numbers against the Lions. The Lions defense improved the numbers. I've been better, but this is going to be a high-scoring affair, we know. Get involved in this game as much as possible. Get shares of this across the board, especially in the passing game. I really think uh, this game is going to shoot out and live up to expectations there. So Kirk Cousins at 7,500 on FanDuel, very good value there. Again, the history is good. It's 1 p.m. Eastern time game. The NFC North title is on the line. The Vikings are going to have a chip on their shoulder as mild underdogs on this game on the road here. So just looking at Kirk Cousins, that's a motivated chip on his shoulder type thing. He wants to get on the plane with all the medallions and bling and have a party and he's going to try to light up the Lions here. On the same side, if we look at Jared Goff, when you go to uh, DraftKings, it's a very good value for Jared Goff. 5600 is the price here for Jared Goff. So a little bit better price in relation to the field. Goff is on DraftKings. And Goff, when he's at home and he's got his weapons and he's facing a team with a shaky defense and he's going to have to throw a lot with volume, he produces. And this is that situation. He did come through. Last week, easily against the Jaguars, they were ahead, but he still threw for 340 yards and a couple scores. So, Jared Goff, pretty solid here. I think he'll have a bigger game this week because, again, the Vikings are a better team. There's a potential for a negative game script as well versus that Jacksonville game at home last week. All right, so definitely Cousins of Goff. You want to have a good chunk of them this week. Now, what do we do on the ground? Well, I do love Tony Pollard this week, 7,500. They're on FanDuel, one of the running backs that I'm targeting in cash games. It is the Texans. The Texans have shored up things a little bit in the running game, but it's a bit misleading here. I know Jake Chubb was contained, but that was because you had a lot of Kareem Hunt in that game last week as well. But it's not all of a sudden like this Texans run defense got better. The Dolphins didn't really want to run the ball all that much. They were kind of protecting a lead. They didn't work in Jeff Wilson here. So I, I think you look at the last two games, a bit of anomaly here. The Cowboys are rolling offensively. Pollard gets shot out of cannon, makes big plays here. He can also be effective in the passing game. So 
7,500 for Tony Pollard. I'll take that in a very plum matchup against the Texans in Dallas. Now, how about Miles Sanders? Good price for him. 7,100. Really, with Miles Sanders, it's pretty easy. You want to invest in the games where they'll have the lead and he can run like nuts and have the good matchup. Well, last week wasn't a good matchup. They did have the lead there, but against the Titans, you can't run on them. We know how nasty their run defense is. It's the one matchup we want to avoid. Sanders is not a big pass-catching guy. He had a little bit of that last week, but 7100 is a great price for him on FanDuel there. So love that backfield. You don't have to invest too much. You can pop up and uh, get some other good uh, pay-ups there at wide receiver. So I like that. 7500 for Pollard, 7100 for Sanders, the guys from the Cowboys and Eagles. Dante Foreman looks like he's going to play, and that's a good thing for him against the Seahawks. The Seahawks have gotten gashed by running backs here the past two weeks. Josh Jacobs to a very high degree. We did have Cam Akers really live on those two touchdowns, but Foreman is the touchdown guy in the red zone. So 5400 there. He has potential for multiple touchdowns in the game. I think that's the best matchup here for the Panthers versus trying to throw on them on the outside with Sam Darnold. So like that. And Miles Sanders, once again, well-priced, $900 cheaper in relation to the budget that you get on DraftKings for him, $6,200 for Miles Sanders. I think he goes off here. The Giants are pretty vulnerable against the run. We've seen them get uh, destroyed here of late. So I tell you, beat them, you run on them. The Eagles are very good at toggling through those uh, game plans from week to week. So I do like this quarterback as well to run well, but I do like Miles Sanders at that price at 6200 I think he'll have big return. I think he gets in the end zone at least once in that game. All right, let's look at the guys that I'm targeting at wide receiver. I like him on Ross St. Brown. I'm not going to shy away from that $8,600 price point on FanDuel. He can return that. We know that. When he gets hot in the right matchup, this is one of them. Goff is connecting with him. Everyone is healthy, opening's up for him. So do like that. If I'm going to pay up for a receiver this week in cash games, feel great about him on Ross St. Brown giving the return. Now, Christian Kirk didn't disappoint last week. He was involved quite a bit there, as usual, for the Jaguars. The Titans are better on the inside a little bit than on the outside, but Christian Kirk has just been the go-to guy all season long for Trevor Lawrence, who should play through it here. So I like that. T. Higgins, we'll see. He popped up with an injury there on Thursday, so we'll monitor that. But if he goes there at 7,800, I like him. He's a little bit cheaper than Jamar Chase in that matchup against the Browns. He really ate in that first matchup. Denzel Ward looks like he's going to play, but limited on the outside. They're probably going to put some attention on Jamar Chase. So I do like that quite a bit. T. Higgins at 7,800. So a little bit of payups there at wide receiver. When we look at uh, wide receivers that we're looking at on DraftKings, Tyler Lockett stands out. I think he can have a big game. They're pretty good secondary that the Panthers have, but they move around Lockett and Metcalf. They scheme them open well. Geno Smith is finding them well. So I want a piece of Lockett again in this game, 6,500. Now Mike Evans, is it ever going to come through for him? This might be the opportunity. The 49ers, you cannot run on them. But you can throw on the outside, and his size can uh, provide some plays there, and uh, really Tom Brady has to get him going down the stretch here. So 6500 the same price as Tyler Lockett. I like that. And what I like about that is Evans uh, can uh, go off at any time. So when you look at DK, that's the tournament play, right? He's a guy multiple touchdowns, big play dependent, and going that direction. Now a guy I really like for big return, maybe uh, four X here is a Zay Jones at 4,700. So look at that to pivot. I like Christian Kirk. They're in cash games because he's a reliable guy. Zay Jones is a little bit more volatile, but this matchup against the Titans uh, says that he can get it done to the outside. So 4,700, that offsets 
maybe uh, spending a little bit more at other positions. But yeah, 6500 for Lockett and Evans, pretty good price this stage in the season against uh, their opponents this week. All right, at tight end, uh, TJ Hawkinson, we want to get him in that revenge game. That's a big part of what we want to do with the Vikings-Lions game. But uh, in relation to Mark Andrews, he's not too cheap here uh, and uh, we don't want to invest in Travis Kelsey. So we're going to Mark Andrews on FanDuel there at 6,800. And uh, I feel like the Tyler Huntley change can really help him. Huntley and Andrews really produced well together last year. They'll get him going against the Steelers this week. He needs to be their main source in the passing game. Andrews is kind of like a wide receiver. The Steelers have struggled against wide receivers. So 6,800, I think he's going to be solid here this week and have one of his best games in a while here with Tyler Huntley as the quarterback. Now, DraftKings, you got to play Hawkinson. The revenge game narrative is real, folks. I mean, we saw it at A.J. Brown. We saw it at a lesser degree with D.J. Chark against the Jaguars. Hawkinson's going to be motivated. He's back in Detroit also in this one where he put up some big numbers. I'm not going to say it's that the big numbers that we saw early in the season from Hawkinson, but from the Seahawks game. But you look at that 5,100, great price for Hawkinson and a very good matchup, by the way. The Lions are not very good in covering the tight end. They've been better of late. They're one-on-one type defense, so they've not always given up stuff in the zone area. But Hawkinson is just too good of a weapon here, and he's going to be motivated. They're going to give the squeaky wheels some grease here. So 5,100, big chance for a big game for Hawkinson this week. He comes with a little volatility. That's why we prefer him in tournaments. Now, Baltimore Ravens are my defense of the week on either format. 4,100 on FanDuel, 3,300 on DraftKings now. Why we want to go to the Ravens, it's a rookie quarterback, and their defense is tough, and they don't have a lot going for them in Pittsburgh. Najee Harris could get bottled up in this game. Deontay Johnson comes a little bit banged up into this game. So that opens things up definitely for the Ravens' defense to tee off on this rookie quarterback. Even though if the game's on the road, I do like the Ravens. Their defense is really coming through. We saw them dominate the Broncos last week. It made them even look worse than they have all season long there with Russell Wilson. So there you have it. There's your look at your... FanDuel Cash Games and uh, DraftKings uh, tournament uh, suggestions for the week. We will get into our injury update in our next segment. And we'll close the show making our prize picks picks of the week. We'll give you a good variety to choose from as you pick two to six players now that you can pick from. It was two to five, but you can go up to six players now with the prize picks. So that's great news there. We'll talk to you more about how to get on prize picks later in the show. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. And with BetterHelp, uh, we are always uh, trying to uh, get our lives uh, on the right track. We can have a few problems that we're trying to solve. And uh, really, therapy can be that roadmap to get you back to where you need to be going. If you're lost a little bit, and we all can be, or our operating systems need to be rebooted, here uh, we just need to have a way to... uh, gets to where we want to get to and sometimes uh, that we need someone else to get us there. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills that are going to make you look at these uh, problems from a different perspective and give you what you need there to uh, work them out. And uh, really it's invaluable for me that I have a therapist here and they really are the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine that is called you. BetterHelp has connected more than 300 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient, secure, and 
Accessible Anywhere, 100% online. Everybody deserves to feel their best. BetterHelp makes it easier to get started. As the world's largest therapy service, they've matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. It's all the benefits that you're going to get in in-person therapy. But it's more convenient, more accessible, and more affordable. And you can fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking with that therapist, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash locked on. That's uh, BetterHelp.com slash locked on there. All right, it is time to continue the show here on Locked on Fantasy Football. We're going to look at the injury updates you need to know. Before we do that, thanks for making Locked on Fantasy Football your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked on Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard, behind the scenes with the local experts and insights only Locked on can provide. Locked on Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's look at the injury updates you need to know. Lamar Jackson, we talked about Tyler Huntley starting knee injury. Jackson's at least going to miss this week. It's a PCL, so at least uh, one week, one to three weeks is the prognosis here for Lamar Jackson. Uh, Josh Allen, back on the injury report with the right elbow, but he's good to go. Trevor Lawrence, we'll see. Two missed practices. He said on Wednesday he's going to play. If not, it'll be C.J. Beathard, and we fade the... Passing him a little bit, but I still think they'll get the ball to Christian Kirk and Zay Jones, regardless of who's quarterback. At least Beathard gives you a little bit of an experienced option and a very good matchup there against the Titans this week. Now, Patrick Mahomes also popped up with a foot injury. We know late in that game last week against the Bengals, but he's going to be good to go. He's had two full practices here. You have two Tagovailoa ankle injuries been limited for two days, but he's going to be out there against the Chargers in that matchup. Jimmy Garoppolo, we know, is not going to play. Brock Purdy making his first NFL start. Mr. Relevant, the rookie, there against uh, Tampa Bay. Geno Smith popped up with a right shoulder injury on Thursday. That is his throwing shoulder, but limited. He's expected to be full and good to go here against the Panthers. Ryan Tannehill, the ankle, a little bit more of an issue this week, but practice in full. He's good to go here for that Jaguars game. So watch those two quarterbacks, but I feel like Lawrence and Tannehill will be out there. Dante Foreman, the foot injury, got in limited practice. We were a little bit worried early in the week after he didn't practice, but being careful with him, he's going to be leading the backfield with Chuba Hubbard in that change of pace receiving role. Joe Mixon is going to return. He's cleared from concussion protocol here, went full twice here. So he's going to return. He's going to be lead back over Samadji P. Ryan. So it's not going to be a subtle committee thing. P. Ryan's going to be working a little bit in the passing game as he usually is, but Mixon gets his feature role back here. DeAndre Swift, uh, full with an ankle injury. Jamal Williams, full with a hand injury. They'll be available for you against the Vikings. Isaiah Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon a little bit banged up. Couple injuries for Pacheco. Quadreception shoulder and uh, McKinnon battling hamstring, but they'll be out there. Tough matchup, however, against the Broncos this week. Miles Gaskin should be available for the Dolphins as their third string running back with a shoulder injury. I'm not sure about uh, Damian Harris, so we won't know the designation until we get to Saturday here because it's a Monday night game, but looking like he'll miss another game. Ramondre Stevenson needs to have the load here. Saquon Barkley scared a few people by popping up as limited on Thursday with a neck injury, but the team is fully confident he'll go. No worries there. Najee Harris is going to keep playing through that oblique injury. Christian McCaffrey is good to go with his knee injury. Kenneth Walker, this is the big situation we're tracking here 
with that backfield. Ankle, he had the jamming of the ankle, according to Pete Carroll. Didn't practice for two days. DJ Dallas had the high ankle sprain. He came back and played through it last week against the Rams, but he was hurting. So these two guys look like they're going to be out, but at the same time, Travis Homer looks like your lead back this week. He missed last week with a knee injury and an illness, but he's practicing in full now, and he should be there with Tony Jones Jr. leading this backfield. I don't think Walker or Dallas are going to play based on their current states and the ankles here. And there's no reason for the Seahawks to put him out there if Homer is able to return in this game. And uh, we're going to go to wide receivers now. DeAndre Hopkins, a little bit under the weather, but he should be okay by the time it's time to suit up for the Patriots. Rondell Moore may not return this week with a growing injury. We'll see. Greg Dortch looks like he's good to go with the thumb injury. So Moore's out. That means Dortch has a little bit of value behind Hopkins and Marquise Hollywood-Brown. T. Higgins, we're a little bit concerned about this hamstring injury, but we feel like he's going to go. We'll see the official information that comes out on Friday here. But added on the injury report, we always want to monitor those. Same thing with Amari Cooper. He was added with a hip injury there, but fully expected to play against the Bengals, who he destroyed in the first matchup. Anthony Schwartz has been put on IR here, so that's going to open up things more for Cooper and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Jerry Judy should go with his ankle injury for a second straight week for the Broncos against the Chiefs. Cortland Sutton, however, not looking good with a hamstring injury. He's going to probably miss the game, so you'll probably see a little bit more of Kendall Hinton and the rest of their backup receivers in that one. And uh, Greg Dolchitz, that's also good news for him because Judy and Dolchitz playing off each other is good for that. Khalif Raymond might be missing the game for the Lions, but they're pretty deep here at wide receivers, so they can afford that here with DJ Chark and Amon Ross St. Brown and Jameson Williams. So that is going to be okay. You look at Josh Reynolds as well in that mix. Now, Brandon Cook's probably not going to practice or play with a calf injury. So second straight missed game for him against the Cowboys. Nico Collins also missed game. So it look, could be Chris Moore's season here for a game with Davis Mills returning as a starting quarterback. Zay Jones, as we mentioned, liked the matchup. Battling through a chest injury, but he should be good to go here for the Titans. Kadarius Tony, we're going to watch him with that hamstring injury. See if he can go. It's uh, two limited practices, so it could go either way when we get to the Friday designations. Great news on Mike Williams. If you've been waiting for Mike Williams, full practice there on Thursday. That's an indication that he's going to return to be the outside receiver. So we didn't like Josh Palmer in the matchup here if he was going to be the outside guy against... Uh, Xavier Howard, but Mike Williams we like in every matchup. So Williams is going to be huge here for Justin Herbert if you're looking at that game on Sunday night. Now, Tyree Kill, speaking of that game on Sunday night, illness, he should be going in that game. Jalen Watt a little bit concerned with that fibula injury, a new deal here, but he's good to go. River Craycraft is uh, limited, so you can see a little bit extra Trent Sherfield in this game. Now, Jacoby Myers, we like the matchup against the Cardinals, especially with Byron Murphy Jr. still nursing that back injury, but... Man, the concussion is a little bit concerning. Didn't practice, so he's going to have to be cleared to play in that game. Corey Davis should play through his illness uh, for the Jets against the Bills. Deontay Johnson is one we're really watching here with the hip injury. He didn't uh, practice there on Thursday ahead of the Ravens, so we'll see how that plays out here. Or is it George Pickens? A little bit more value and volume as the number one. Debo Samuel, quadricep, he'll keep playing through it here. DK Metcalf popped up with a hip injury, but there were no concerns that he's going to miss the game against the Panthers, so he should be good to go. Traylon Burks doesn't look good for him with a concussion. Two missed practices. It'll be unlikely for the rookie from Arkansas to be cleared for this game against the Jaguars. It's unfortunate, so that's uh, one less key weapon for Tannehill and that offense. So that's why we like Chiga Conquo a little bit more from tight end this week. Now let's look at the tight end. Hayden Hurst is not going to play with that calf injury. David Njoku missed last week. Two limited practice with the knee. I think he could come back 
this week. Uh, Will Disley, calf injury. A little bit limited here, but no fan to seem to take over as the top tight end there. It's a tough matchup, however, this week against the Panthers, who are good against a tight end. Cameron Brait should return here with the illness, so you can't really trust too much in Kate Otten, and that matchup is tough anyway against the 49ers D, who are very good against a tight end because their linebackers and safeties are good in coverage. All right, there's a look at your injury updates, and you know, for the Sunday and Monday games of week number 14. Now, that game on Thursday night was something, wasn't it? Uh, Baker Mayfield looking good with Ben Skoranek and Van Jefferson and making plays all over the field. That was something there. Disappointment for the Raiders, but the Raiders are going to Raider sometime, and that's what we saw on Thursday night. Not much to say there, except the Raiders' offense overall was rather disappointing with Derek Carr and his weapons, and the Rams, I think, exceeded all expectations. And Cam Akers, again, what can you say? Another touchdown for him. He is the big part of what they're going to do on the ground the rest of the way in Los Angeles. So interesting there. But uh, again, the injuries uh, that we look at for Sunday and Monday's games, uh, hopefully you'll be enthusiastic about getting Mixon and Williams and some of these players playing. So not bad here. Part of it is that we have six teams on bye, so not worrying about their injuries. But mostly healthy week here, which is good when we're trying to navigate through six teams being off. All right, we will get in to the prize picks picks of the week in our final segment of the show and the week here on Locked on Fantasy Football. But how do you get into prize picks? That's what we have to tell you first. If you haven't done this, uh, what are you waiting for? This is daily fantasy football made easy. And you just uh, look at the player projections there and you just have to go with a player if they'll go more or less than their player projection that's available on prize picks. They're entries there so we just have to make our entries they can be made in 60 seconds or left less i should say they're very easy to put in there how does it work you just pick two to six players and they go score more or less than their price fix projection you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry it's no competing against other people just you versus the projections available price fix offers projections on any sport that you watch that includes nfl but we know nba and nhl are here college basketball's here college football we have the bowl season soccer with the world cup there's so much good stuff there with price picks entries can be made in 60 seconds or less it's that easy save fast withdrawals and price picks is currently operational in more than 30 states and canada download the price picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up to play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, PricePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code Locked On and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. And do that now because we're going to have our Price Picks picks of the week here to help you. And some things that stand out to us with the more or less, we'll do that in our final segment here on Locked on fantasy football. All right, let's uh, break it down here and give you the prize picks, picks of the week to close out this great week of fantasy football analysis. Another one locked on fantasy football. At quarterback, we have two recommendations for you this week. And not surprising, it is Cousins and Goff. 270.5 for Cousins, 260.5 for Goff. This is going to be a back and forth passing affair. It's going to have a lot of points here. I like those numbers being a little bit less than some of those higher-end quarterbacks this week and tougher matchups, uh, including Patrick Mahomes against the Broncos and Josh Allen against the Jets and, to some degree, Joe Burrow against the Browns who have given them trouble. So I like this. There's no defensive resistance in the passing game. Two high-volume games here. So 270.5 for Kirk Cousins going more 
for that and Jared Goff as well, 260.5 more on those passing yards. So those are our two passing numbers that we like a lot on price picks. Now let's look at rushing, shall we? This is the one I think Allen, speaking of Allen, the passing matchup is tough. That means he's going to have to run a little bit more. I like this number with Josh Allen, 41.5 for the rushing yards. I'm going more with Josh Allen. He's going to have to make things happen, create with his legs a little bit this game. So again, I like that for sure. With Allen out, running back, sticking to what we have in DFS, 71.5 there for Tony Pollard. Yeah, I think he's going to hit that number against that Texans D. Look, Ezekiel Elliott's still involved and can cut in. That's the one thing we worry about sometimes with these numbers. But, man, Tony Pollard looks great. The Texans are not very good. He's got a lot of speed and explosiveness. They can struggle with that. So 71.5 more there. How about Miles Sanders, 62.5? That's a very low number against this Giants run defense that struggled all season long here. So... I do like Sanders quite a bit. I think he'll get to 75 or 80 easily with a good chance for a touchdown or two in that matchup against the Giants as they say more grounded this week based on the matchup. So trickling off that, we know a couple weeks ago this team ran for more than 350 yards against the Packers. That game could be reminiscent of this one this week against the Giants. 47.5 is the number for the quarterback, Jalen Hurts. So basically we're looking at that combination of almost 120 yards rushing between Sanders and Hurts this week, and Allen. So two running quarterbacks, and a Cowboy and a, gi- and a Giant Eagle option here. That isn't Saquon Barkley. We're going with Miles Sanders, who followed Saquon Barkley at Penn State as the feature running back. So Pollard-Sanders, we're really into them this week based on the matchup. And I think Sanders, if it's implied he's going to run well, that means Hurts is going to run well. And if Allen's going to struggle passing, he's going to do well running to pad his stats. Now let's go to receiver, and this is a big number for our guy Justin Jefferson, but I think he'll clear it. The matchup is just that good against the Lions, 93.5. So that's uh, easy listening, easy scoring here for 93.5. Jefferson FM, we're going with him to uh, feel it, feeling the more with uh, Jefferson of 93.5. So love that number. Now we like Josh Allen for the rushing yards. We like Keenan Allen last week. We love Keenan Allen again this week. The number stays low, below 70, 67.5 against the Dolphins. Against the Dolphins have Xavier Howard, but they're weak in the secondary elsewhere. Allen does a lot of work in the slot, and Mike Williams returning also is going to help draw some attention away from Allen. So I love that number, 67.5. Christian Kirk delivered last week, 63.5 this week. So it stays pretty low. These slot receivers are where it's at sometimes. With the numbers, including Amon Ross St. Brown, Allen Kirk, these are some uh, numbers we can look at. Amon Rob's a little too high for me, so that's why I didn't uh, go there this week, uh, getting to the 80 part. But I do like the ones that are below 70. So I'm going to go more with Christian Kirk at 63.5 receiving yards. And finally, our last prize picks recommendation of the week. We have involved some uh, quarterbacks running. We get out, got involved with tight end receiving, don't we? Travis Kelsey, this Broncos secondary hard to throw on here on the outside. Pat Sertain, too. They're pretty good overall. So I think it's a Travis Kelsey game here. They have to grind it with the running game a little bit. Third, Travis Kelsey, get him on track this week, and especially after being quiet last week against the Bengals in that return to Cincinnati where he played uh, college football. So 73.5, I think Kelsey is going to be motivated to rebound right there with Patrick Mahomes this week. 
So there you have it. There's a breakdown of DFS and your injury report updates that you need to know here on Locked On Fantasy Football on a lineup Friday to close the week. Thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. For Locked On Fantasy Football, this has been Vinny Iyer. Hope all the insight is going to help you win this week. Good luck in all your matchups, whether you're playing seasonal or DFS through Sunday's action. We'll catch you Monday again. We'll be back here for this Monday for our reactions to all that happened on the field on Sunday. Again, good luck and have a great weekend.